if you're new to this whole world of baby led weaning and starting solid foods, you might still be on the fence as to whether this approach is going to work for you. And if that's the case, I want to send you my free feeding guide called Will Baby Led Weaning Work for My Baby? This is a guide that contains a decision tree map that you can work your way through to determine if this is the right approach for you guys and then when it's time to start. Grab your copy of Will Baby Led Weaning Work for My Baby on my website at babyledweaning.co slash resources. I was doing my breakfast dishes this morning, turned the garbage disposal on, and then heard that terrible noise when you know something is in the disposal, but like you can totally tell the damage has already been done. Sure enough, it was an easy peasy tiny spoon, totally shredded, which if I've learned anything about these baby lead weaning spoons from Easy Peasy is that the garbage disposal and the dog both love them. And I was bummed because it's one of my favorite colors that they make, the light gray line, which is called pewter. But my garbage disposal disaster, I guess it came at just the right time because Easy Peasy is having their annual Mother's Day sale from this Friday to Sunday, so May 10th to 12th. You can get 20% off all of the Easy Peasy feeding gear with the affiliate discount code BLWMOM on orders of $50 or more. So this is a great time to stock up at 20% off because my regular Easy Peasy code is usually only for 10% off. So this bump up to 20% off is nice, but it's just for three days. So head to easypeasyfun.com to grab tiny spoons, their tiny cups, and the best suction mats and bowls for baby lead weaning. They have a really cool new bundle maker on their website if you want to group or piece a few items together or If you just don't want to think about it, then just grab one of the Easy Peasy First Foods sets. It has everything you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods with baby led weaning. That code is BLWMOM for 20% off Easy Peasy orders of $50 or more now through Sunday, May 12th at easypeasyfun.com. And happy Mother's Day to you. And produce is porous. So if you're thoroughly washing it, if you set it in, a product that has bleach or detergents in it, there is of course the risk of becoming ill, right? Because the fruits and the vegetables can still absorb that soap and some of the other disinfectants. Why we never use soap or bleach or sanitizer, alcohol, disinfectant, or really any other chemicals to wash produce. I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven, specializing in infant feeding and baby led weaning. But it wasn't all that long ago that I struggled tremendously while trying to spoon feed my oldest baby. Fast forward to my next pregnancies, quadruplets and then twins, and we decided to go all in on baby led weaning. And those babies ate over 100 real wholesome foods before turning one. No force feeding by spoon, no short order cooking, no mealtime battles with picky eaters. Baby led weaning was such a transformational experience that I shifted the entire emphasis of my nutrition career. And I focus exclusively now on helping parents, caregivers, and healthcare providers give their babies a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. I created the baby led weaning with Katie Ferraro podcast to give you simple, actionable, proven strategies that you can use right now to master baby led weaning. If you're a new parent or a seasoned veteran looking to learn more about this evidence-based approach to raising independent eaters and starting solid food safely, you are in the right place. Let's get started and happy feeding. You are a good mom or a good dad or a good grandparent or caregiver, and you're spending all of this time helping your baby learn how to eat real food. And some of the foods that you're offering are very likely fresh produce, like fruits and vegetables. But when it comes to your baby's safety, should you be using a produce wash? In today's episode, we're talking all about produce washes are, what they are, what they claim to do, 
whether or not they're any better than good old-fashioned running water and elbow grease. And I like to start each of these mini training episodes with a baby led weaning tip of the day. And today's tip is to be particularly vigilant when it comes to washing your melons. So melons, thinking honeydew or cantaloupe or watermelon. When you think of melons as a class of produce that is to be washed before you eat it, the reason is because melons are ripe for foodborne illness. That was a terrible pun, sorry. But melons grow on the ground, right? It means that the melons can very easily come into contact with animal feces and other runoff that could contain potentially harmful pathogens. And so when you wash your melon, what you do is you remove any of the potentially harmful pathogens from the outside of the rind. Now, of course, your baby's not eating the rind, but if you don't wash your melons, and we've seen this recently, melons have been the culprit in a few foodborne illnesses as of late. If you don't wash them, what happens is the pathogens from the outside, when you take your knife, you're transferring the pathogens from the outside, the rind, right through the middle of that fruit, all the way down the inside of it and out the other side. And when you open the melon up, you now have the potentially harmful pathogens on the inside of the fruit. So the rind is the built-in protective mechanism, but we don't want to transfer the bad stuff from the outside through to the inside where it's supposed to be nice and clean and essentially sterile. So if you can rinse your melons under running water using your hands and some friction, you can remove the potentially harmful pathogens. And then when you cut through the melon, it will be perfectly safe for your baby to eat. And I want you guys to hang tight till the end of this episode, because we're also going to be sharing some ideas about how some of the produce washes are actually harmful for your baby. So let's get started talking about produce washes. First off, what is a produce wash? Okay, so according to the Center for Food Safety, a produce wash is, not surprisingly, intended to wash vegetables. In many cases, can use chemical rinses and other treatments, okay? And produce washes purport to work by saying that they're going to get your food cleaner. You're basically going to make it be rid of bacteria and chemicals better than water will, okay? So the way that the produce washes generally work is they say like, okay, before you chop your fruits or your vegetables, you would you know, spray the harder produce, rub it for 20 to 30 seconds, rinse it, and then dry it. And you're buying a product at the store or online that, again, purports to reduce the potentially harmful things in your fruit more so than water would, okay? And the idea is to make it easier that these washes would make it easier to lift the bacteria and the other residue up, okay? Now, are they better than good old-fashioned friction and water? The Center for Food Safety states that these products are just as good as ordinary tap water at cleaning produce. And in fact, studies have not demonstrated that produce washes work any better than using tap or distilled water to wash your produce. It can actually be harmful to use some of those produce washes because they can either add contaminants and in some cases remove nutrients from the produce. Foodsafety.gov also recommends against the use of produce washes. They advise, as most feeding professionals, dietitians would as well, that you just wash your produce under running water without the use of soap, bleach, or store-bought produce washes. Okay, before you are going to peel the food or, you know, offer it to your baby, you want to rinse it if you can. And you could use, if you needed to add an implement of sorts to this situation, you could just use a clean produce brush to scrub your solids, especially some of those tougher ones. I know like for cantaloupe and because they're oftentimes implicated in some of these foodborne illness outbreaks, whenever I'm prepping melons for a baby, I'm always going to use my produce brush to scrub it just with water a little bit, do it a little bit better job than I could do with my own hands. But you never want to use soap 
or bleach or sanitizer, alcohol, disinfectants, or any other chemicals to wash your produce, okay? It also hasn't been demonstrated that using, sometimes people will recommend home remedies like salt or pepper or vinegar or lemon juice or lime juice to effectively remove bacteria. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit BetterHelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. The Centers for Disease Control recommend that you wash or scrub your fruits and vegetables under running water, even if you plan on not eating the peel. So sometimes I think I'm, you know, I'm in a hurry. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get lazy about washing this avocado. Now, I'm not going to ever offer avocado peel to a baby. And you see that sometimes, unfortunately, on other social media accounts, you'll see a baby being given a piece of avocado with a part of the peel still on it. And they say, oh, it helps the baby with the grip. Well, what it does is offer a potentially harmful choking hazard, i.e. the peel of the avocado to the baby. You don't eat avocado peels. Babies don't need to eat avocado peels. Babies can learn how to pick up slippery foods like avocado. You don't keep the peel on them. And the same goes for banana as well. This is unfortunately a practice that's gotten popular also because of social media. It's what I call the banana lipstick. Someone will offer a baby a half of a banana, but the bottom quarter of the banana has the peel still on it. They say, oh, it's easier for the baby to pick up. Guess what? Your baby can learn how to pick up strips of banana that are shaped about the size of your adult pinky finger. You don't eat a banana peel. Babies should not be offered banana peels as well. We know of a baby who followed one of these accounts and actually choked on the banana peel. Now, fortunately, the baby didn't die, but banana peels are a huge choking hazard. So you're not making your baby's life easier by offering them peels of fruits and vegetables that you normally would not eat. In your older baby, and we get into this in our program teaching about when it's okay to start offering certain fruits with peels on them, that comes later when your baby is much more advanced as far as being able to handle multiple textures and has had ample experience doing single textured foods. But when in doubt, leave it out. And especially early on in starting solid foods in our program, that's phase one, the first eight weeks of baby led weaning, we do not offer any peels to babies. Now, what about these produce washes? You've probably seen them in the produce section at your grocery store. Maybe you've seen ads for them. The second the internet finds out you have a baby, they're totally focused on selling you things, of course, that will make you think that it's going to be safer for your baby. I've looked at a couple of the different, probably the three most popular ones, and they range in price. I was dying because one of them was $45 for like three pounds of this cleaner, claiming that it would, you, know, you can experience the revolution of cleaner, safer, longer lasting fruit and veggies, and that this product had absolutely no data to support any of its claims. 
I think a lot of these websites employ a fear-mongering approach. They list all these chemicals that you can't pronounce and then claim that their products remove them. Again, with absolutely no data to support the idea that these are making your products any safer. There's nothing wrong with good old-fashioned water and friction and running your fruits and vegetables underneath the faucet for a little bit to remove any of the potentially harmful pathogens. Some of the products that you see on the market, online, on Amazon, they claim to eliminate like 99.9% of dangerous germs. And then they list all the dangerous germs that you've heard of and you hear of in the news. But please also know that water and friction has been shown to do that as well. So I know that you don't need one more thing to buy for your baby. And my suggestion as a registered dietitian is that you can steer clear of produce washes for your baby. Stick to the good old fashioned running water and friction. Use a produce brush for some of the tougher things as the cantaloupe comes to mind. And please don't offer your baby foods with peels like banana peel or avocado peel on them. If you don't eat the peel of that product, your baby doesn't need to do it either. And if you're not sure if you should remove the peel, I always say when in doubt, leave it out. I hope you found this quick episode helpful when it comes to deciding whether or not you want to buy a produce wash. I'll link to some of the studies and the resources, and I'll even put a few of the Wacko products out there on the show notes page for this episode if you want to check it out. That's all at blwpodcast.com forward slash 405. And thank you so much for listening. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.